and the highly successful and innovative ad campaign featuring mixing Georgia's finest wet t-shirted beauties and the Dazzle Dude's newest entry in the radio jingle pantheon. Skeeter's Auto Salvage where the past comes to life. Skeeter's Auto Salvage where the past comes to life. Skeeter's Auto Salvage where the past comes to life. Upon entering the gates of Skeeter's Auto Salvage, one is confronted with a veritable panorama of the history of combustion-based wheeled conveyances. From the humble Model A to the ultra-modern AMC Pacer, A few things happened after all that. First of all, myself and Fletcher Lafayette station manager at WTFH, received an interesting and somewhat disheartening phone call from the fellers at Picnic Records, Garton Munn and Richard Tander. As I've mentioned, when we first met them, they were two of the oiliest sons of bitches I'd ever run across, and I didn't trust them no further than I could have thought them. And I'd met plenty of them record men, so that was really saying something. Seems they had called to renege on their deal with the Dazzle Dudes. They'd been spending a lot of time in Georgia at that point, mainly because of their dealings with Atlanta's independent TV outfit, the Superstation, and they'd been doing a little talent scouting around the state. Now, try to understand their modus operandi. They didn't care about musical talent one bit. They just wanted something they could own as much as possible of that they thought would sell to their audience and they thought of their audience as a growing cluster of dumbasses who would buy anything in front of them as long as they didn't have to get up from the sofa. So just east of Atlanta, in a place called Duganville, they had come across a band of young fellers, not unlike the Dazzle Dudes, who called themselves the Rock Buddies, and who had written a handful of songs like this one. She's gone again! She's gone again! Now, these boys were so eager to make records that not only would they agree to let Munn and Tander from Picnic Records have 100% of their writer's credits, they would also record anything Picnic wanted under any name they wanted. In other words, besides an album by the Rock Buddies, you could also buy one by the Friendly Freshman, which was the Rock Buddies playing oldies that Munn and Tander also just happened to own the rights to. 
Anyway, they called the station and had Fletcher and me on speakerphone, which Fletch had me record as usual. They were their usual unctuous and charming selves. It was even more difficult to understand Tander's actual words from that electro-larynx that he used coming over a speakerphone, but his meaning was just as clear. Well, boys, good to talk to you again. Dink, Felcha, how you doing? Howdy. Hello, Mr. Bun. I hope you're well. It's Fletcher, by the way. I'm assuming Mr. Tander is present also. So, sirs, to what do we owe the pleasure of your call today? How's the weather up there in New York? Oh, I'll bet it's pretty shitty as usual, only we ain't there. We're calling from Atlanta. My goodness, we're practically neighbors. Yeah, thank God that ain't true, you homo. Excuse me, what did you say? Nothing, nothing. Look, look, let me get straight to the point here. Gentlemen... After much discussion between myself and my partner, Mr. Tander, we've come to the conclusion that the dazzled dudes just ain't a good fit for Picnic Records. We don't see adequate market share to recoup our investments. I must say I'm almost speechless. I can dream. I personally would think that having such a talented group of young men on your label would be the proverbial feather in your cap considering some of the records that Icknick has released. Pardon me? What do you mean by well, that? Well, just last week, I personally saw a television ad for a record by someone named Hank Binky called Fly Fishing Lure Tying with Backcastin' Binky. Yeah, yeah, Hank Backcastin' Binky, the fly fishing king of Montana. The guy's a legend in those circles. That must be so, because I saw an Another ad for a record called Get Out Your Pole with Baptist and Binky. Yeah, I bet you'd like that one. Look, we got a whole series with him. The fly fishing world adores him. We sell thousands of those platters. Thousands. And they cost nothing to make. Nothing. Binky's an old drunk who owes a mountain of back taxes to the Fed, so he's happy to get a little dough, a plane ticket, a hotel room, a female companion... All the cheap hooch we can buy to talk his fishing bullshit into a wallen sack tape recorder. What an inspiring story. So, you get two record execs, such as myself and Mr. Tan, who come all the way down south here and offer the tattletales. Dazzle dudes. Whatever the fuck. We offer them a perfectly generous deal, and you people balk at it. Do you know how insulting that is to us? Especially to a man with a list of hit records like Mr. Tander here? Not to mention that you're insulting a disabled person? No insult was ever intended, but you insisted on taking a large percentage of the band's writing credits. Though Mr. Fingerhut and I felt this was unreasonable, the band members generously agreed to give you a 30% share. Generously agreed. Fucking generously agreed? Okay, assholes. Cards on the fucking table. We generously refused their fucking 30%. How's that? Motherfuckers. Okay, let me ask you something, Fista. It's Fletcher. Let me ask you something. Ever heard of a band called the Rock Buddies? I'm afraid not. Well, you fucking will soon. 
And from a place here in Georgia called Dugansville, just east of Atlanta, we just signed them to a multi-record deal. And you know how much of that publishing we get? 100 fucking percent. That's right. Those boys know how to build a future. And you know what else? They got hits. Oh, mama, do they got hits. In a month or so, they're going to fly off the TV screens like a fucking UFO attack. And every fucking station in the country is going to be playing them. Except one. You know which one that is, Mr. Paisley fucking ass Scott wearing? Yes, I assume you're referring to WTFH. Fucking A right I am. When the kiddies down there are wondering why they can't hear their favorite new band, The Rock Buddies, on your shitty little station, you just give me a call and I'll remind you. and try to do business with a fucking ape man and a dainty little queer sissy like yourself. Well, thank you so much for that vivid description. And I'd just like to leave you with this thought. If you or your elderly robot gangster ever show up in our shitty little town again, I'll stick my dainty little queer sissy foot so far up your ass that you'll be able to give me a pedicure with your teeth. Bye-bye now. Uh, Flash? Yes, Dink? Uh, don't take this the wrong way, but I love you. Duly noted, I love you too. It seemed like dark clouds had gathered over the dudes at that point, although I believe they were nothing compared to the monsoon of grief they would have suffered at the hands of those two cheeseball con men. Now, it just so happened that a couple of days later, Skeeter Lewis, the owner of Skeeter's Auto Salvage, dropped by the station. He wanted to thank us in person for the fine job he felt we'd done with his ad campaign, doing a remote broadcast of his wet t-shirt event and having the dazzle dudes do his jingle. He said his business, which was already good, had just exploded, especially the after-hours rat hunting. He claimed his parking lot was packed with folks ready to shoot rats and snakes at closing time every day. He'd brought a quart of Jack Daniels for us, and he and Fletch and I toasted his good fortune. I happened to mention what had happened with the dudes losing their record deal, and old Skeeter got kind of quiet and started thinking. He mentioned that his oldest boy, Jeter, seemed a little directionless, and the only thing he was really interested in was hard rock. He was a giant Black Sabbath fan, Skeeter said that with a grimace, but he was also big on the Dazzle Dudes and kind of thought it made him cool to be around them. Skeeter wanted to know what kind of money it would take to put out an album, so I did a little figuring and gave him an estimate. He said, hell, that wasn't that much. Maybe he ought to pay for it and let his boy Jeter sort of oversee the project. He thought it might give Jeter some much-needed purpose in his life. 
I told him it sounded like a pretty good idea. I mean, the band already knew him a little, and he sure enough felt like he knew them. So Skeeter said he'd talk it over with Jeter, and before you could say Sabbath rules, Jeter was at the next dude's practice. changed it, Jesse? Yeah, well, I'm still messing with it. What do y'all think? Changes the whole meaning of the song. With Lady, you're my lady. He already claimed her. With Lady, be my lady. He's asking her. Well, thanks for clearing that up, Jimmy. Fuck you. Says Lady, either way. A lot. Man, that was so, so fucking cool. It's like a black Sabbath did a lot song, which they probably wouldn't do, but if they did, it'd be like, that is so cool. Sabbath! Fucking cool! Thanks, Jeter. Yeah, so fucking cool. So cool to be here to practice and all. Thanks for letting me come. Well, shoot, Jeter, you're putting a record out. You're going to be a record label owner. You're the executive in the room. Let's not get carried away, Billy. Man, why do you always have to be such a bummer, Jimmy? Billy's right. Jeter's gonna own a record label. Yeah, buddy. Oh, okay, Jimmy. Let's put it out on your label. What's it called? Sandy's Candy Records? You better shut your goddamn mouth, Jesse. Yeah, fuck you. Man, it's a stone-cold groove, Jeter, man. You'll have all the limos and weed and chicks you want. Yeah, chicks and weed. Fuck weed. Fuck weed. 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 Far fuck it out, man. Weed. So, wh- what are you going to call your record company? What's going to be the name on the label, man? I don't know. Maybe Jeter's Records? Sounds like a record store. Uh, well, let's, let's see. Since, since Diddy's putting up the money, maybe name it after Diddy, maybe Skeeter's Auto Salvage Records? Keep going. I know, I know. Salvage records. It sounds like heavy metal, don't it? Salvage! Salvage! That sounds kind of like discarded or abandoned records. That's kind of negative, you know, not in a cool way, man. Well, shoot, man. I, I, I don't know. That's so, so fucking cool to hang out with you guys like this. Okay, let's brainstorm this. Yeah, brainstorm. Oh, God, please. Let's see, you know, think about words from the salvage business. Like, what do y'all do? Uh, we can't use car parts. I know, but like, what what else? I mean, is there any special terminology specific to the auto salvage business? Hauling, jumping, picking. Okay, okay. Uh, like, anything else? 
Well, sometimes we get cars nobody wants and we need parts off us, so we, we sell the metal for scrap, <laughs> like scrap records? Yeah, not bad. Okay, we're getting somewhere. Yeah, scrap records. How long before somebody calls it crap records? Shut up, Jimmy. You shut up. You're so stupid. Not stupid, you're stupid. Ignore that asshole, Jeter. So, look, when you sell the scrap, do you do anything to it, like melt it? Heck no, man. We ain't got the equipment for nothing like that. We just put them in a compactor. Compactor, yeah. Then what do you do? Arnold pushes the button. Yeah, yeah, then what? That button starts the compactor. (laughs) No, no, what does the compactor do to the car? It it crashes it? Yeah, that's it. It crashes it. Crush records. Crush records. Crush records. Yeah, I like that. Crush records. Yeah, crush records ain't too bad. Yeah. Fucking crush. Fucking crush records, Jeter. Crush records. Crush records. Crush records. Crush. 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 Episode 9 of Dazzle Dudes, which was written, recorded, and produced by Murray Attaway. All material is copyrighted 2019. You can find Dazzle Dudes on Apple Podcasts, Android, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, Radio Public, and at DazzleDudes.com. You can find it anywhere you can find podcasts. And like the feller said, Dazzle Dazzle! <laughs> <laughs> Shit.